Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. Welcome back to the High on Life podcast. I'm super excited to have a client with us today. We are going to be talking to Haley about life after gastric bypass surgery. So here is her intro. Haley is 31 years old and works in tech. She's from small town, Ontario, currently living in Perry Sound with her fiance. And she describes herself as always a chubby kid who struggled with weight and tried every diet possible. She eventually decided to get gastric bypass, which has changed her life in a significant way. And she's going to share her experience with us. So Haley, thank you for coming on the podcast and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. This is fantastic. So the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is because I did a podcast a little while ago about uh, bariatric surgery, kind of from the medical perspective, pros, cons, how it works. And the questions that I get are from people who are considering it. And they were saying like, what is it going to be like afterwards? I'm really concerned. They have all these beliefs. Like, I don't want to have to eat like a bird afterwards. I don't want to be limited by what I can eat forever and have to take vitamins. And there's a lot of like fears around the unknown. So I really just wanted to chat with you about the whole experience. So maybe we can start right at the beginning with how you actually made the decision to go forward with bariatric surgery. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as my little bio said, I've been trying every diet, every program possible. So I was in uh, one of my programs recommended by my doctor. It was a weight loss clinic, and this was probably five to seven years ago. And the first thing they said right off the bat is, have you considered gastric bypass surgery? And at that point in my life, I was like, absolutely not hard. No, definitely not. Let's look at other avenues. But that seed had been planted. I never really even thought of it or considered it until then. So that seed had been planted and over the years, still trying all these diets, still trying all these programs, not really having much success. I started to do some research, seeing the success rate with people who have had these procedures. It kind of seemed like a no brainer. Eventually it took me five years to get to that conclusion. I really had to make sure I was ready to do it. So you know, the next time I went back to that same clinic about five years later, and I said to them, you know what, let's do this. Let's start this process. They assured me it takes about a year to two years to do. You can always back out. So that was really nice to know as well. And I kind of just went from there. Awesome. Can you tell us what was it initially was like, absolutely not like last resort, not going to do that. What do you think that is? Yeah, I think, you know, when I was in my mid twenties, kind of not having heard anything about bariatric surgery, other than what I've seen in the media, there's this stigma that it's the easy way out. It's for cheaters. You didn't really lose the weight. And so I definitely had that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like a lot of people still think that way that, oh, you only do that if you fail, right? You fail with the behavioral piece. So how did you come to acceptance. You said you were doing research. Like what was it in the research that made you realize, Hey, I'm dealing with a medical condition. There's a surgical treatment. Maybe I'll go this route. Yeah. So, I mean, I I did a lot of research in terms of like going on the Facebook groups and Reddit groups of people who have actually had the surgery. So just hearing their success and experiences, that was one major factor for me. Another thing too, is realizing that this is not an easy way at all. This is a tool. You still need to do a lot of work in order for this tool to be successful. And also just kind of looking at people who have lost weight naturally versus gastric bypass. 
And the results were people who have gastric bypass had a lot higher success rate and were able to keep the weight off. A lot of people Mm -hmm. who lose weight naturally do tend to gain it all back. So they do with gastric bypass as well, but it just seemed like a lower amount of people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love how you framed it. This is a tool. And if you don't do all the other pieces, like you're not going to be using that tool effectively. I think that's such a key point. Okay. So you made that decision and can you tell us a little bit about the process? And I'll just preface this. So for our listeners, this is in Ontario. In Ontario, gastric bypass is covered by the provincial health plan. It's done by the Ontario bariatric network. And so I think that was, you went through the the OBN, right? Yeah. I did. I did. I mean, it's great because it does not cost us any money. So that was always a bonus with that being said, because it is covered. It did take a year and a half from orientation to surgery date. I went through Toronto Western hospital. I don't know if it normally takes that long, but I did go at the beginning of the pandemic. And so I think that had something to do with uh, a little bit of a wait, but basically you go and have your orientation. And then there are a number of meetings throughout the year with social workers and therapists to make sure that you mentally can handle this kind of life-changing procedure along with nurses appointment, dietitian appointments. I think they did a really good job of preparing you and making sure you are completely ready before you go under and get the procedure done. Hey, that's so great. What was it like? So you had, when you had the procedure, how was the recovery process? And were there parts of your journey that really stood out for you as like, Oh, I wasn't expecting this, or this was harder or easier than expected. Anything like that? Yeah. So definitely for me personally, that first week, the first seven days was really hard. I have never gone through surgery in my life. Um, never broke a bone, never anything like that. So it was a pretty tough process. I used kind of start to feel better after that first week. And I was like, Oh, okay, I can do this. And so after about three months was really when I felt like pretty much back to normal, I was very lucky. And I had, I didn't really have any issues with the surgery. I healed really well. Um, I was able to tolerate food really well. So recovery for me, I think was excellent. I had no problems. And the hospital was always willing to answer any questions I had really quickly. A couple of things that I thought were surprising is that, and I don't know if this is a very positive one, but people were definitely kinder to me in public now. So that was really shocking just to kind of see how obesity is viewed in the general public still. So Definitely something that I want to keep in mind when dealing with people of all body shapes and and sizes. And another thing too, that was probably the biggest shock, but a very pleasant shock was that I can still love food. I am a foodie. I do a lot of social activities around food. I love to cook. I love to go to markets and I can absolutely still do all of that. I've just kind of shifted my thinking a bit. And some of the things that excite me now are like a well-balanced meal, like, Ooh, it has all the protein I need. So just kind of shifting (laughs) my love of food. I can still totally go out for dinner with friends and experience all that. I'm so happy that you brought that up because I think that that is definitely one of the the fears that people have is like all of a sudden this thing that is important in their life. It's like, if I make this decision, I can't have this anymore. I can't enjoy food. I'm, I have heard the expression, I'm going to have to eat like a bird, like just picking at small things. And so you kind of, you've been able to successfully adapt and still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. How has your eating changed? Like if you could be specific for people who are really wondering, like, what does it look like when you're eating a meal? Like, is it really small portions or if you could describe it a bit? 
For sure. And, and from seeing other people who've gone through surgery, everyone is so very different. For me personally, I feel like I can eat the same portions as some of my friends who are really small eaters. Like, honestly, I, I, it's not a scary, sad amount of food. I can eat a full meal, maybe a little less than others. But honestly, I go to restaurants and I've never been like, are you sure you're finished? Like, oh my, you barely touched it. That hasn't been an issue for me at all. And again, I've been, I've been very lucky and nothing really upsets my stomach too much. So I have been able to try a whole bunch of things. And I've honestly been able to try new things as well. Trying to find healthier grains that I've never really heard of and incorporating them into my diet, trying to find different ways to make vegetables. And again, as I mentioned, for me to build a fully nutritious plate of food because I can only eat so much. I want to make sure I'm getting as much of it as possible has been really, really fun challenge for me. There's so many people who would not describe the challenge as fun. So I love <laughs> that you paired those two words together. It's so good. So, so good. Okay. And was the weight loss what you expected? Yeah, absolutely. I had a goal in my head. The doctors never really told me a goal. So I kind of made a goal in my head and I am exactly at it. I did lose weight really fast until about six or seven months. And I actually stopped losing weight then, but I had hit my goal. So I was very pleased with that. And I've been able to maintain since then. Let's talk about maintaining. What's your plan? Cause you've been, I think one of the things I admire about you and why I wanted to talk to you too, is like, you're so proactive about this. You're advocating for yourself. You're getting the support that you need. So what's your long-term game plan for maintaining? Support, 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 support. Honestly, you need to have the support in your life whether it's your friends or medical professionals, this is a tool and a big part of people who have been successful long-term in the surgery from my own research is people who are doing the work mentally. You're not going to just not stop, want to stop eating food all of a sudden. It's going to come back. Your cravings are going to come back. You have to do the work to figure out the root issues as to why you're overeating in the first place or whatever it may be. So my key to success, I think for maintaining is, I mean, shameless plug doing your program. Absolutely incredible. Not to just meet with just any old dietitian, but these dietitians are trained in the mental aspect of it all. And so that's been huge for me. And I honestly can see myself doing some sort of therapy or work with a medical professional for the rest of my life. Even if it's just, you know, once a month, once every other month to have that there for you, someone to listen to you has been incredibly helpful. And I don't think I could have done it if I just was on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so important that that support. And I think that, and, and as I said earlier, like you have sought out that support, right? Which is that you've really been proactive in, in finding it in different areas of your life, which is awesome. And I know your family's super supportive uh, and your partner and stuff, which is awesome. Have you identified any, so actually let me pause for a sec. Would you have known that you were an overeater? Cause you kind of said like, you have to deal with those root issues. It's the mental aspect. Is that something you knew to be a problem before, or is that something you've just kind of, you're learning about yourself? No, I definitely knew before my surgery. I have done, you know, these kind of programs before pre-surgery as well, thinking like, okay, let's tackle this from a, a mental standpoint and try and lose the weight naturally. And it's very hard to lose that weight naturally. But yeah, I did, I did recognize that before I love food and I loved food before too. And my issue was I didn't know when to stop. I wanted to keep eating that delicious food. So it's definitely something I knew I really had to work on once the surgery was done because my body would physically be in pain if I kept up with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now, now that you're doing this mental work, the thought work, whatever we want to call it, 
Have you had any aha moments, like things that you're learning about yourself that are helping you? Yeah, I think honestly, one of the most incredible things that's ever clicked for me is kind of understanding the science of our body and that our body wants to gain weight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It wants all that weight for you. It's going to trick you to tell you you should eat those delicious, sugary things. And just honestly, having that in my head, when I get those cravings, it's like, no body, right? I know what's right. So being able to like, everyone always says, listen to your body, listen to your body. And that's true for many things, but it's not always true your body wants to eat more. So that little nugget of information has been really huge for me. That's so helpful. So, so good. Do you have any fears about regaining weight long-term? Absolutely. So many fears. It can definitely, there can be moments where it's really scary. Maybe I've had not, not had a great week. And then again, that's where the, the support from your program comes into play. You can talk about these issues. And instead of say I had a bad week, I feel awful about it. And it's going to be on my mind for months after. Whereas when I talk about it with somebody, it's like, okay, great, let's move on. Let's get back on track. So that's something that's, I've been able to do this year and a half since I've had surgery. I could never do that before surgery. I could never just be like, oh, well, I had a bad day. Let's continue on. I would kind of beat myself up over it and be like, well, there's no point in trying again. I'm just going to fail. Whereas now I, I just say, all right, well, that was fine. Let's, let's just move back to the good habits we're, we're developing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is developing that empowered relationship with yourself where you've got your back, right? Like you've got your own back. It's not like you're going to beat yourself up for exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So good. Any last words of wisdom or key things that you really want to share with our listeners, perhaps people who are supporting family members who may be going through bariatric surgery or considering it for themselves? Yeah. I mean, if you're considering it, I really do think you have to be ready mentally. Do as much research as you possibly can. Like I said, there are so many Facebook groups or Reddit groups that have people who have gone through the surgery that I found very, very useful. You see, you do see a lot of the bad on the internet. So keep that in mind. The majority of people have no complications and are doing just fine. They're obviously just not posting because it's not as exciting to put on the internet. (laughs) Yes. Another thing too, like if you're teetering on it, Everyone I see who's had the surgery, most people say they wish they'd done it. It was the best decision of my life. I can be the woman I wanted to be. I can go for these great hikes in the North with my friends. I can go kayaking. I can play sports, things that I always wanted to do, but was kind of too shy to do because I knew I'd be out of breath too soon, or I'd be really sweaty, or I couldn't keep up. Honestly, I can be the person I always dreamt of being now. It just gives me, gives me that extra boost in confidence, but also in my health. I'm a person who works out at 6.30 in the morning now. Like I never in my life thought I could do be that girl. And then I was like, I can be that girl. Why not? Wow. Yeah. So it was best decision of my life, hands down. That's amazing. It really is amazing. And I'm such an advocate for, let's use all of the tools that we have, because when we look at obesity as a medical condition, it is so complex. There's so much physiology that drives weight disruption. And yeah, surgery is a tool. And the analogy I'll sometimes give to, to patients is like, if you had cancer and we were like, Hey, the treatment is we're going to, you're going to have surgery, right. And we're going to deal with this cancer with surgery. You'd be like tomorrow, let's get this done. But when we're like, hey, you have obesity, which is equally a medical condition, and we have surgery that can be a tool to help you, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to handle this on my own. I got this, right? So there's, there's still so much of that 
bias that we have about weight, that it's something that I should be able to handle. It's not something that's like, there's still not a belief that it's a real medical condition. And, and I think that is what we need to be communicating so much is there is physiology and you can be doing all the things. And for some people, that physiology is just really resisting weight loss. Right. And then when you pair this effective tool that treats physiology in your body with everything you were doing, right. All the behavioral piece and the the mind work and everything, you can be really, really successful long-term. So it's really inspiring to hear your story. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And if anyone has questions about bariatric surgery, feel free to send me an email, Sasha at sashahighmd.com. Haley, thank you again. This is really, really helpful. So inspiring for lots of people and yeah. Awesome. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Take care. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.